Are you stressed? Do you fear what you'll be facing when you wake up in the morning? Is life simply causing you to question its essence? If so, you're in the right place. Welcome to Spirited Daydreams, the show featuring lightworker and psychic medium Carla Shields, where the answers to some of life's, and yes, the afterlife's most thought-provoking and compelling questions are thought. Spirited, as Carla is known as by many, brings her inspiring, passionate, and powerful spiritual teachings to the Internet. So, let's take a moment to welcome the host of the show, your spiritual healer, Carla Shields. here back with Spirited Daydreams. Today's topic is the games people play. You know, I learned a long time ago, you don't get perspective sitting on a shelf. You have to get out there and mingle. You have to meet people, get to know them, listen, a lot of listening. And over the years and over the months and the relationships I see and even have people around me that are playing a lot of games, so many games, and it's hard sometimes for us to navigate the waters. Some of us just want to say, I don't want to play this game anymore. We might be in a relationship we're not comfortable with. We might um, have any sort of relationship, you know, whether it be home, work, um, social, what have you, and from time to time things go awry and it's uncomfortable. And For those of us that are more sensitive, empaths, um, it can be very, very trying and draining, very draining if we're coming from a spiritual standpoint where we just want to get along. We just want to love each other and experience the joy of life. And why don't they get it, right? Why, Why don't they get it? And what are we doing to contribute to that? Well... Most people know about the games. People play the title. There's a book out from years ago. There's a movie out. And that's, you know, it's true that as the song went, you know, never games people play never saying what they mean and never meaning what they say. Those are the lyrics that really have always struck me from the very first time I heard those those words because it's true that there's a lot of fake personas going around and we all can switch in and out of personas I suppose depending on our circumstance you know we may it's not that we don't want to be honest with people perhaps it's just you know everybody doesn't want to hear everything about us and we want to hear and learn about them too so while you're trying to be nice and and Politically correct, that can be a good thing, right? Politically correct, the term is out there right now between social media and politics. 
um, goodness knows, <laughs> with the politicians that are starting to get on the on the path of uh, towards the next presidency of the United States, and they're out there doing their speeches and so forth. There's a lot of talk about whether or not politically correct verbiage is a good thing. And you know, when it comes to games people play, it that whether we like politics or not, it's it's part of life. There's politics in every one of our lives. We may not look at it as a politics standpoint, but when we're trying to play politics from this standpoint, from what I'm about to say, what I mean is we're in a situation with people we maybe don't know. We want to put our best face forward and um, show them our best, best side, right? So some of us can just go into any circumstance, be who they are totally, let it all hang out, and that's okay. Um, I'm not saying that I would go in a situation and be who I'm not, because I don't do that ever. But I might try to be a little bit better of a listener, to give them some feedback, positive feedback on what they're saying, the people around me, to find a common topic of conversation. I don't consider that playing a game. I consider that people skills, good people skills. And if you read the books, it is. It is defined as that in part anyway. When I'm talking about fake people and the games we don't want to play anymore, are you in a relationship with someone who acts very different with people other than you? In other words, maybe you're in a partnership, a, a significant other relationship, maybe you're married. And at home, this person is one person, but as soon as they're around their friends or other people, they're, they're someone totally different. You don't recognize them. Are you in a situation where people are being so sicky sweet and so pleasant it makes you uncomfortable because you can almost feel the difference you can actually feel the difference between someone who's being very very pleasant and very nice and trying to be very kind and someone who's putting it on who's playing the game they're saying almost the same things you can have those two people say the same paragraph but it's going to feel very, very different because you can feel that one of them is putting it on. One of them is playing a game. They're not, they don't really mean what they say. And that's what this show's about. The meaning behind the act. The meaning behind the communications we have. The spiritual energy that we're picking up on. The vibes. The vibes. There's good vibes. And there's bad vibes. And we can, you can feel them. Everybody can feel them. If you get out of your own way, you can feel them. Just listen, watch, feel. Feel the energy behind the words. And sometimes, I'll tell you quite frankly and quite honestly, we all have to step back, get away from the situation and think later on, what did they, what did, what did they just say? Because you heard the words, you, you heard the communication, you heard the speech, you heard the talk, you heard what they were telling you. But it didn't feel, it's like, wait a minute, I'm not even going to respond to this too much right now because I have to sort this out. It just doesn't feel right. 
follow that. Follow that feeling. Follow that feeling. Take your time. You don't always reopen a conversation or a dialogue. Well, almost always. As long as the other person is able and willing to. People sometimes tell us what we want to hear, right? A lot of times there's people that they'll tell you what you want to hear. Um, in a work situation, there's the brown nosers. <laughs> they're, they're kissing up, quite frankly. That happens in families, in friendships, in just about every relationship. You have the brown nosers. They tell you what people what they want to hear. They don't mean a word of it. And again, follow the energy pattern. You don't have to be a psychic medium. You, everyone's got a sixth sense, that little feeling, your gut feeling. Follow that. You'll know. You'll feel it. You don't have to tell everyone around you. They're full of it. <laughs> but you'll know. It's important for you to know. Because if you don't want to play these games anymore, you have to be able to recognize the games for what they are. On Facebook, on Twitter, on Google+, on these um all these social platforms, it happens there too. And maybe we're not hearing because you don't have everybody putting videos out of themselves, right? But again, if you've got someone coming through um, on social media with something that makes you feel uncomfortable, just step back for a while. Maybe it's something you need to learn from. Or maybe that feeling is a, no, I don't think I fit here feeling. And they they raise a big difference. But you need to sometimes take your time, just follow your gut, and don't do anything rash, for goodness sakes. There's an old saying, a really good one. Don't burn your bridges unless you're prepared not to be able to get over to the other side. So in any relationships, I always have tried, and I'm no expert on this by any means, but I think it's really good advice for anybody from a spiritual and a social standpoint, to be careful not to burn your bridges with people. Um, not everyone is able to forgive. Some people just don't have the capacity. Some people have been hurt so much they just shut down and won't come back. So if it's you that is burning the bridge, be sure that's what you want to do. If it's the other person burning bridges with you, ah, that's a different story. Isn't it? It hurts sometimes. Sometimes you don't care because you just know that relationship, it's time. It's time for it to change, and that's okay. So you just move on. And other times it hurts because you don't think you did anything to deserve that, and they don't want to communicate about it. Some people just don't want to talk about What's really going on deep inside? Vacations is an art that seems to be lost in some respects today. And and yet we're communicating all the time. We're putting up posts out. We're putting up pictures up on Facebook. We're, we're, we're talking about what's bothering us, and two people out of 200 respond. And we're like, yeah, this is really social, right? These people really care. Well, remember... Yeah, it hurts. But 
everybody's coming from where they're coming from. And some people can't get out of their own way. To, they have their own problems, their own issues, their own stuff going on, their own life lessons. Some of them are going through serious life lessons. Some people are going through tremendous experiences that they haven't shared with you. And if you open up and you don't get a response, maybe they just don't know you. And maybe they've got their own stuff going on, walking their own walk. That's okay. You have the right to delete them. You have the right to do whatever feels best for you. It's your life. You always have the right to stop playing the game. Just be careful when you do so that you know what you're about to do. That's all. No biggie. Some people, don't you love it? Some people just like to criticize, condemn, and complain all the time. All you hear out of these people in your lives is they're being critical of this one. They're being critical of that one. They're being critical of this one. They're criticizing what he did. They're criticizing, they, they're criticizing what their partner did. They're complaining about this, they're complaining about that, and one out of every 200 things they say might be pleasant, upbeat, and happy, okay? Um, they're posting pictures of their kids, and, and we post picture of our, uh, pictures of our fur babies, our animals, our furry angels, because we love them and we want to share the joy. But outside of that, sometimes there are those, it's like, whoa, you know, you're, you're hitting a wall of, Serious negativity. I need some good vibes. Oh, God, you know. And it does it drain you? Yes, it does. Whether you're an empath or not, you have the same spiritual energy that we all have, and we are all made of the same stuff. Pure and simple. And other people can bring us down very easily. We need to remember to clear and cleanse. Do whatever you need to do to make it happen. But a very, as I said before, a very simple clear and cleanse is a mini meditation. Take a deep breath. Get a moment away. Three, four seconds. A deep breath. Ask for the white light of the Holy Spirit and the purple light of spirituality to clear and cleanse you. You'll probably feel your body shift if you're standing. That's all you need to do. A few seconds. Just take a few seconds. Because the negative vibes, you know, you can't... You can't always walk around with white sage in your hand or a candle. You can shield and protect. You can use amulets and talismans. And if that makes you feel better, and if you feel they are effective for you, great. Because your belief is everything. What you believe is more important than what it is. Science has and is proving this. Spirituality has been saying this for thousands of years. This isn't new. It's what we believe about our relationships, too, that can help contribute to what happens. Not always. Because sometimes you're in a relationship with someone who seems to be constantly ripping you apart. Everything they say is, you do this wrong, you wear that wrong, you look terrible, you're not taking care of yourself. I wish you'd do this better. I wish, you know, you might consider doing this. I don't really, you know, did you ever try doing this look because that one isn't working for you? Um, did you, did you, and, and sorry, folks, I'm being quite blunt here, but it happens. Well, you know, God, you're tired. It shows. Gee, thanks. 
you want to say, and sometimes you do. Gee, thanks. I needed that. Sometimes it's even worse than that. Some of us living human, human breathing, spiritual souls are unfortunately in a relationship, a personal relationship, a private one, with someone that's abusing us. And we can't get away. We don't, we feel powerless. We feel scared. We feel frightened. And we don't know what to do. And I'm here to tell you there are resources available to help you. You don't need to go it alone. There are many, many organizations. There are counselors. There are safe havens, places to go where you can get some help, whether it be a counseling session or two or three, someone just to talk to that's safe, that will give you positive feedback, some some way out. You need to know if there's a way out, and there is. There's, there's a way out. But the first step is to acknowledge to yourself that you're in this situation and that you deserve better, no matter how much you love this person. If you can't fix it together, if they're not willing to change and you're not willing to change and there's no compromise, you're just button heads. You know, I'm putting, you can't see it, but I'm putting my fists together. You just, I see it all the time. It's one of the things I see most prevalently. I've had prayer requests about it. I have friends that have asked me what to do. Look, I'm not a psychological counselor, so be aware that what I'm saying is purely spiritual and experience. Some of it's what I've been through. Some of it's what I've been told by the other side. And some of it's just getting out there and seeing what happens. Some of it's I've been through some of this. And until you know in your heart that you're a good person, despite what this person is saying to you, and as much as you love them, much as, you know, you went into this relationship with the best of intents and purposes. And you, you may have um, made a commitment for a lifetime with them. You may have had a child with them. You may have built some kind of a, a business or a situation with this person, and you're committed to the situation. But if you're Think about this now. If you're spending this much time of your day and your night wondering how and when things are going to get better and there is no hope coming at all from the other side to you, from the other person, then why are you still there? At least consider getting some personal counseling to see if that is something that is best for you. If you have a really close friend that's stuck by you through thick and thin, someone whose values you trust, someone that feels comfortable to you, that's known you before this relationship started, that is not related to you, and I'm saying that for a reason, I'll say that, I'll explain in a minute, is not related to you, maybe run it by them if you feel you can trust them. And they're not going to go back to this partner that you're involved with that's abusing you because God knows you need someone that you can trust. 
And the reason I say not related to you is, look, folks, we're human beings and we have relationships. And as much as we love our parents and our children and our friends and our siblings, I mean our siblings and our cousins and our aunts and our uncles, we have a role to play in our family relationships. Some of us, there are some who don't give a hoot about family. They say they do, but they don't, and that's, oh, that's later, if I have time. But as much as you try to be open, this might be your mom you're talking to, or your baby sister, or your big sister. And they might be worried about losing you if you start talking about, I'm thinking of moving away. You know, and and so just be aware that, yeah, yes, we can and I do have very close relationships with a few of my family members. Consider them very, very dear to me. But sure, if they were to say I'm going to pick up and move to the other side of the country, the first thing I'm going to do is go, <laughs> because it's like, oh, wait a minute, I have to adjust to that, right? And 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 some people are going to just blurt out something based on a gut reaction, and they don't mean to hurt you, but it's just what happens. You know, it's life. So if you're in a physical abuse situation, please get some help. Get out. Get safe. You don't deserve it. No one deserves to be physically abused. And someone that's physically abusing has issues. Physical abuse is obvious. And you can't hide it for too long. Nor should you. You should get out and get safe. There are many good organizations that can help you. Some people get off this abuse situation because <laughs> that's really sad, but it's true. And a, a little more towards the end on what you can do um, spiritually on that. But for now, some people, don't they, don't you feel, some people might pull back their affection as a means to get you to do what they want you to do. You know, in a personal relationship, they might withhold sex. I'm going to put it out there. Because you're not, you're not doing what they want you to do. In a friendship, they might withhold communication and back off for a while. It may be because they need some time and space or they're busy. Consider that, please, because it does happen. Before you jump to conclusion and assume that you're being manipulated, communicate, ask, find out, listen. Did they tell you they were busy? Did they tell you? Did you hear it? Everybody's version of that word busy seems to be so different today. And it is because we're different. Your busy isn't my busy. What's busy to one friend of mine it's totally different than what's busy to another friend of mine. One person may work three, four full-time jobs, and yeah, there are people that do that. And another person may work two or three part-time jobs, where it's 10 hours a week each. Some people don't work any jobs for pay, but their whole life is as a caregiver for someone. So yeah, they're busy, because they're the sole provider in terms of care and maintenance for a loved one or someone they're watching over. That's like the ultimate sacrifice as far as I'm concerned. So be careful who you judge on whether or not they're busy. Because you may not think they're busy because you're doing all this stuff out there at 9 to 5 and 4 to 7 or whatever it is you do. But maybe they've given up their life 
careful not to judge. And that's really the crux of this half of the show. Be careful not to judge what we automatically assume someone is saying until we really get inside their head and their heart. So for now, I'm going to take a few-minute break, play a little song, get a drink of water, and I'll be right back. Thanks. that 
okay because you've got eternal spiritual energy just as strong as ever that is not going to die. When your body does, you're moving on. You're not going to die. Only your body is. We say, when I die, I want so-and-so to have this and that. I would like to do this before I die. And so many of my wonderful friends out there are feeling this. And yeah, I'll be the first one to tell you. Empty nest syndrome, it sinks. (laughs) My baby left home about a year ago. And I knew about empty nest syndrome ahead of time. And I thought, ah, I'll never have a problem with that. I've got, I'm, I'm, I'm busy. I'm active. I'm, I'll be connected with him no matter what. I'll be fine. Well, overall, I was, and I am. But there are moments we miss them being at home. There are adjustments after 20, 30 years, whatever, that you didn't realize were going to come up and hit you in the face. And it makes you feel old, doesn't it? For those of you out there going through that, or maybe haven't been through that, or maybe you're younger and you've you've left home and never thought about it because I've been there too. And you leave home and you think, ah, they're fine, my folks are, my family's happy, they're fine. You don't stop to think what a contribution you made to your household when you're a kid. Most of the time, I'm lucky. My son does know the difference. I'm damn lucky, excuse the expression. He knows and knew full well when he left home and was ready to go out on his own his presence was going to be missed. And I'm very lucky because I have a good relationship with him. If you've left home and you're on your own, reach out, please, once in a while to your mom, your dad, your siblings, your family. You're living your life, you're on your own. I get that. I get that. Call home once in a while. Call home. Even when I did leave home, and moved to California, I still called home once in a while. I didn't have much money either, and there were no cell phones back then, guys. No computers, no Facebook, no Internet. I couldn't afford a telephone. I was living in an apartment with my husband in one room efficiency apartment, and we couldn't afford a phone. So I would call, I'd get my quarters together, and I'd go to the pay phone. Yeah, we had them then. And I'd make a three-minute phone conversation call to my grandmother, my nana, conversation every now and then to my mom. Most of the time, my mom and I wrote back and forth, so we kind of should send pictures and a $5 bill so I could go have lunch. And I thanked her later on because that $5 bill for lunch back then was the best treat in the world because every penny of my paycheck was going towards rent and so forth, you know? So I get it. You're young. You're living your life. You're doing what you got to do. Call home. If you're older, don't be afraid to reach out and let them know you need to hear from them. Some, sometimes people, whether they're family or not, have to be hit upside the head, not physically, please. But sometimes you got to say, hey, I miss you. It's okay to say that. I don't know why people are so afraid of saying that. And if you if your son or daughter is in a living with someone or married to someone that makes you feel uncomfortable, too bad. Doesn't mean you're trying to hurt them. You're just trying to tell your child you love them. And once in a while, when you get a minute, 
I love to see you. I know you're busy. Or if you hear from them, I really appreciate hearing from you. Let's get together. Go out for coffee. Whatever. You know? If you're young, you have a situation at home you left because it was uncomfortable, but maybe one of your parents you still have a good relationship with, it's okay to contact them. It's okay. I see so much. It's hidden, you know. People walk around in every family, there's skeletons. Every family. Everyone. Yes, I mean everyone. There is a skeleton in a closet. Sometimes there are many skeletons. And they're hidden away so far back. And people are living on pretenses that they are putting out these games people play. That they are this kind of a family and this kind of a perfect little Brady Bunch family and everything's wonderful. But there are skeletons, folks. Nobody's perfect. Everybody's got a dark side. Like Kelly Clarkson's song. I love that song. Everybody's got a dark side. Everybody's got pain. When I say a dark side, I mean pain. There's difficulties. There's situations that aren't perfect. But you know, in imperfection is the perfection, spiritually. Because through the imperfection, you got to really listen to this, please. Through the imperfections, the difficulties, the challenges, in your relationships with someone, maybe you have a friend that went off the wagon one time too many, and you've had it. You've done everything you can to help them, and they're not getting it. You don't want anything to do with them anymore. So you, you're just walking away. Okay? You can do that. Ever heard of forgiveness? I'm sorry. Believe in humanity. I believe in the spirits behind the people that are hurting, and they need help. They need to know they're loved. I need to know I'm loved. I'm so grateful that I could connect with my best friend when I was feeling a little sad recently. She was across the country visiting her family, and she took the time, but it didn't take long, to let me know, you still got your edge, you're okay, and that's the next show, by the way, and that's where the inspiration came from. My shows are always inspired by real-life situations. When someone takes their time, it doesn't have to be hours and hours and hours that you give a friend in need. They may want it, but we don't all have that to give, nor do I. Sometimes, just a sincere, um, a sincere message of appreciation just letting them know, no matter what anybody says, I still love you. And away from you just because of that. I know you've got problems. I know you've got challenges. I know you're doing the best you can. And I'm not ashamed to be with you. I love you. Those are games. People that play those games, let them go. They're gonna, if they're going to treat you like that, they're not worth your time. Move on. It's okay to burn that bridge. It's perfectly okay to walk away from any relationship where you are being abused. And yeah, that's abuse. If you have a friend, thought was a friend, that is talking about you behind your back, afraid to be seen with you, um, 
saying how you're doing this and that and the other thing. That's abuse. If you're doing it, stop it. Don't go into the guise that you're some spiritual human being. Forgive me. But this is, this. I feel the energy of a couple people up there right now. I don't know who you are, but I feel your energy. Please, stop. You're not helping. You're hurting them. And you're only bringing bad stuff on yourself. Because everything we give out, we do get back. Boomerangs right back to you. And then you wonder where that came from. Think about it. It doesn't always come back. Most of the time, what you give out does not come back from the same place. And karma is almost instantaneous for many of us these days, by the way. Karma is very real. And because many of us are in our last lifetimes and because the energy shift is happening and most of us don't even see it or feel it or realize what we're feeling, that what we give out is almost going to come back and hit you right away. Peace of mind. To try to give out good things. That doesn't mean you can't say how you feel. And we shouldn't be. And I, I learned that lesson. We shouldn't be embarrassed to say that we're sad. We shouldn't be embarrassed to tell our friends, we need help. We're really down right now. We're human. If you're feeling that way, try again and then go on. Because someone out there cares. I care. There are many of us in the spiritual community don't walk around with all kinds of badges on our sleeves and we're not walking. You wouldn't know us if you didn't see us, a picture of us somewhere. You probably walked right past some of us and you had no idea who we were. We're just regular people in our blue jeans and T-shirts or whatever. But you know, there's, there are good people in the world and that's what I want to say here. There are a lot of people playing games and there are some people playing games because they don't know what, how else to cope with life. They're doing the best they can. Sometimes they walk away from us when we really need them the most, and it hurts like hell. Little of any more than that. And maybe you need more than that. So it's okay to move on. But that doesn't mean you don't have the right, just like they do, to verbalize when you really, really are upset. Of course, there's a better way to do it, I'm sure. Um, then expletive, expletive, F, F, F words. I think there are usually better ways of communicating than that, but, you know, who am I to judge, you know? For me, I I don't know. I'm not an expert there. I just know that, you know, spiritually speaking, you need to be heard. You have a right to be heard by the people that you love, just like you listen to them. And you care for them. It's a two-way street. Communication. Our friendships. And we're all about the love. Spiritually. Aren't we? Spiritually, aren't you all about the love? Or are you using your spiritual badge, so to speak, to be some kind of a warrior? Don't get me wrong. I do consider myself to be a spiritual warrior. But not in the way many people think. Oh, gosh, no. Spiritual warrior for me is sending out ripples of waves of love wherever I can, even when they're hurting me. It's looking past 
the flaws than looking down deep at the person that's so scared. That's the person I want to help. Everyone's got a little child inside. Read Eric Fromm sometime. The, the inner child. I'm sure there are much more um, recent books, but that was good. Everyone's got a little child inside. And your spirit really does, really does identify there. You, when you're at your most vulnerable point, your spirit is wide open usually. Your spiritual energy will attract, will send vibes. You'll feel things when you're wide open. But when you're using your religious, spiritual, virtual, virtuous belief system, whatever it is you use, as a methodology to communicate, I'm sorry, the message got lost in the translation. Somehow, when you're dealing with people like that, I, I wish them all well. I do. But somehow, the message just gets lost, doesn't it? You know, we see the image. We, we And I, I don't care what people look like. I really I don't care because there's a person underneath there. There's a spirit underneath there. And personally, I can go from one look to another where... You know, we all could, depending on what you wear. You know, maybe you have different moods. That, that's not what I'm talking about here. That's a whole different thing. Underneath the person, underneath the physical, underneath the gray hair, the blonde hair, the brown hair, the the, the, the tight abs, the fat, whatever. Underneath all that crap, you know, the blessed temple that we have is your spirit. It's all around you, actually. It, it is all around you, hence your aura. That's the person I want to see. I want to connect with your spirit. I want to know you. While I very appreciate, very much appreciate what many experts in many fields have to say, and I learn, I try to learn from others, expert or not, I think everyone has something they can teach us of any age. I think we can learn from our lover, our parents, our aunts and uncles, our children, our grandchildren our co-workers, our bus driver, the person we have a butt with on a cigarette break, the person we have a drink with in the bar, the person you least likely want to spend time with is going to teach you more than you want to know. Glad you'll see it. They do. And we, uh, many of us have seen and, and heard the beautiful stories about and the sayings about relationships and how they come when they're needed and they end when the lesson or the time is done. And while they're with us, they're here for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And sometimes we hold on because we are so afraid to let go. And it's going to end anyway. So we eventually have to let go. Sometimes you're the one that's in a relationship that somehow you've gotten yourself in a situation where this person changed, turned 180 degrees. Now they're, you want to call it evil, for lack of a better term. And all you're doing is being hurt. It's okay for you to be the one to walk away. I'm going to say it again. 
I do have a prayer list. I do say prayers regularly for some of my friends that have asked me. I am totally confidential, and I do send positive vibes and blessings to them. I believe in the power of prayer because it is the one energy form no one can get away from you. And combined, sending prayer waves and thought energy, when you combine this with others, it amasses and becomes even more powerful. It's just kind of like the same way bad vibes work. You have enough people sending you bad vibes, enough people sending out, oh, oh, they can call them spells. I don't care what you call it. It's the same thing. You can make it into something fancy. It's the same principle. There are positive vibes. There are negative vibes. If you're going to use negative vibes to get people to do what you want, be aware that eventually it's going to come back to you. Yes, you might hurt them. Yes, you might get them to do what you want. But your spirit is feeling that. And it's going to come back to you. So be careful what you give out. And be careful what you take. And it's okay not to accept that kind of treatment and that kind of energy from people. And it's okay to send up a prayer to your spirit guides, your angels and your loved ones on the other side. It's okay to send me a prayer request asking for help, for spiritual protection. And I will ask as well for it to be sent to you. Because it works. It is no less powerful. In fact, it's more powerful than many of the amulets you have out there. Don't get me wrong. I like hematite. I believe in obsidian. I think it's great. I think the crystals do have energy. I absolutely do. That's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about relying on these objects to do something for you that you can assist with. You can send out a prayer. You can send out a positive thought if you don't like the word prayer. Okay? Send out a vibe. It's all the same thing. To someone that's hurting, that you love, instead of criticizing, condemning, and complaining, and bitching to your friends, excuse my language, but I can be blunt, and you know that. Don't go on Facebook telling everybody about your problems with your boyfriends and then not talk to him because you you don't think he's going to listen to you. If you can't compromise, if you haven't communicated, get some help so that you can. Or get out of the relationship. Because you're hurting each other. You're hurting yourself. You're hurting them. There's many good places to go for professional assistance, and I always recommend that where where it is needed. I am not a medical or a psychological professional. I never claim to be, and I am not giving that kind of advice. But it is available. And if you think you need it, try it. There's no embarrassment there. Trust me. They're people, too. They're just people, just like you, that happen to have some training, and that might be able to help you. They also listen very, very well. <laughs> yeah, they do. Listen. I have not meant to be a negative show, but it's rather difficult 
to do a show on games people play without having it come off a little less than pleasant, right? People will always disappoint us, and it's going to be painful. Those that have crossed over in spirit will never disappoint you anymore. They get it. They see the big picture. They see everything you do and all about it. And they love you no matter what. Because they are there. We have expectations based on our value systems, our belief systems, and the very nature of who we are. And who you are, people, isn't just this lifetime. It is a culmination of every lifetime you have lived. And there are ways to access the strength from a prior lifetime to assist you now. And there are those that can help you do that. And you can do it yourself. It's possible. It's real. And I just had to mention it. We can feel like we're giving up because we're giving and giving to people all the time. And gosh knows, you know, here we are. If you're in the spiritual community, you probably feel that way many times. Or you're just, you know, trying to help people around you and you're giving. You're always the one that's giving, 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 giving. And that's okay, you don't mind. But it does wear you down, right? Yeah, sometimes we wonder, geez, you know, I, I try so hard to help these people. And <clears throat> you don't expect everyone to come back and give, treat you the way you were treated because not everybody does that. But maybe there's someone in your personal circle you wish that would. No, people aren't going to do that. They aren't always going to get it. So don't do it for, to get it back is my personal spiritual recommendation. And it's spiritual. Do it because it feels good. Do it because your spirit is meant to shine. And the more you spread your light and stand like a lighthouse wherever you are, you don't have to preach to people. You don't have to do a blog talk radio show. You don't have to tell anybody about your personal beliefs at all. You don't have to be whatever religion you are. You can be no religion at all. You can just want to be nice and helpful and shine your spiritual light wherever you are. People will pick up on that. In the middle of all the games and the manipulations, it won't matter what you look like. It won't matter how old you are. They can feel it. You can be in a grocery store, and then someone will walk by with a child in a basket, and that child will look at you and smile. And the mother's like, hey, don't look at them. They feel your energy. They feel your your spirit, because they're still young enough that they haven't closed everything off yet. As so many of us do, we get older, they haven't yet. Some people are drawn to you, and they don't know why. It just feels right. It's okay. Spiritual energy works that way. It's very real. Don't discount it. There are many people think think today that this is some new age kind of silly business going on. Well, my friends, in our final moments, let me just say that the transition that is happening on planet Earth is unlike anything that's ever occurred here before. It's very real. Things are happening all around you, and it's going best thing, and the best advice I can give 
anyone from a spiritual perspective on relationships as we go through the shift that we are going through is to hold on for the ride. Remember to love yourself first. If that doesn't happen, something's out of whack. If you're not loving yourself, if if you're feeling less than, if you're feeling sad because of someone else, start there. Stop the blaming of someone else and just work on you and ask the other side for help. Contact me for a reading. I may be able to connect you with some answers that can help you from the other side, not from me. When I do a reading, it isn't me. I'm just a messenger. I promise you that. I would never do anything else. Thanks for listening. It's been a long show. I hope some of this helped someone out there. I love you all. I wish you well. Whether you're going through a dark period yourself or you're riding high on the ways of life, I hope everyone can find joy, peace, love. Be able to walk away from the relationships that are no good for us and to welcome those that are coming that we don't know yet, but we know there's always hope. And there's a friend around the corner. Don't be afraid to smile. You just never know. We need to learn to trust each other again, communicate outside of social media. We need to learn to protect each other and watch each other's backs. There's too many gangs going on. There's too too many innocent people being killed in the name of ego, of gangs, of religion. It needs to stop now. We need to love each other again. We need to put aside all these methodologies, all these things that make us feel like we're part of something when all we're doing is walking around hurting people and connect with our very core, that which never changes and will never die. I wish you well. Please visit www.spiriteddaydreams.com Sign up for my mailing list. We have monthly newsletters and regular mailings starting in September. So if you want to get in on some of these little and bigger things, let me know. Peace, everybody. Watch your backs of the friends that you love. Be there for someone when they need you. And don't be afraid to get out of a bad relationship. And please, if you're being abused, please get yourself some help. I love you.